Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the device and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 71 on page 425. In thee, O Lord, have I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. But rid me and deliver me in thy righteousness. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. Be thou my stronghold, whereunto I may always resort. Thou hast promised to help me, for thou art my house of defense and my castle. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the ungodly, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou, O Lord God, art the thing that I long for. Thou art my hope, even from my youth. Through thee have I been holden up ever since I was born. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be always of thee. I am become as it were a monster unto many, but my sure trust is in thee. O oh, let my mouth be filled with thy praise, that I may sing of thy glory and honor all the day long. Cast me not away in a time of age, forsake me not when my strength faileth me. For mine enemies speak against me, and they that lay wait for my soul take their counsel together, saying, God hath forsaken him, persecute him, and take him, for there is none to deliver him. Go not far from me, O God, my God haste thee to help me. Let them be confounded and perish that are against my soul. Let them be covered with shame and dishonor that seek to do me evil. As for me, I will patiently abide always, and will praise thee more and more. My mouth shall daily speak of thy righteousness and salvation, for I know no end thereof. I will go forth in the strength of the Lord God. 
and will make mention of thy righteousness only. Thou, O God, hast taught me from my youth up until now. Therefore will I tell of thy wondrous works. Forsake me not, O God, in mine old age, when I am gray-headed, until I have showed thy strength unto this generation, and thy power to all them that are yet for to come. Thy righteousness, O God, is very high, and great things are they that thou hast done, O God, who is like unto thee. O what great troubles and adversities hast thou showed me, and yet didst thou turn and refresh me. Yea, and broughtest me from the deep of the earth again. Thou hast brought me to great honor, and comforted me on every side. Therefore will I praise thee in thy faithfulness, O God, playing upon an instrument of music. Unto thee will I sing upon the harp, O thou Holy One of Israel. My lips will be glad when I sing unto thee, and so will my soul whom thou hast delivered. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness all the day long, for they are confounded and brought unto shame that seek to do me evil. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 28th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. He that revenges shall find vengeance from the Lord, and he will surely keep his sins in remembrance. Forgive thy neighbor the hurt that he hath done unto thee, so thy sins also be forgiven when thou prayest. One man beareth hatred against another, and doth he seek pardon from the Lord? He sheweth no mercy to a man, which is like himself, and doth he ask forgiveness of his own sins? If he that is but flesh nourisheth hatred, who will entreat for pardon of his sins? Remember thy end, and let enmity cease. Remember corruption and death, and abide in the commandments. Remember the commandments, and bear no malice to thy neighbor. Remember the covenant of the highest, and wink at ignorance. Abstain from strife, and thou shalt diminish thy sins. For a furious man will kindle strife. A sinful man disquieteth friends, and maketh debate among them that be at peace. As the matter of the fire is, so it burneth. And as a man's strength is, so is his wrath and according to his riches his anger riseth. And the stronger they are which contend, the more they will be inflamed. An hasty contention kindleth a fire, and an hasty fighting sheddeth blood. If thou blow the spark, it shall burn. If thou spit upon it, it shall be quenched, and both these come out of thy mouth. Curse the whisperer and double-tongued, for such have destroyed many that were at peace. A backbiting tongue has disquieted many and driven them from nation to nation. Strong cities hath it pulled down and overthrown the houses of great men. A backbiting tongue hath cast out virtuous women and deprived them of their labors. Whoso hearkeneth unto it shall never find rest, 
and never dwell quietly. The stroke of the whip maketh marks on the flesh, but the stroke of the tongue breaketh the bones. Many have fallen by the edge of the sword, but not so many as have fallen by the tongue. Well is he that is defended through the venom thereof, who hath not drawn the yoke thereof, nor hath been bound in her bands. For the yoke thereof is a yoke of iron, and the bands thereof are the bands are bands of brass. The death thereof is an evil death. The grave were better than it. It shall not have rule over them that fear God, neither shall they be burned with the flame thereof. Such as forsake the Lord shall fall into it, and it shall burn in them, and not be quenched. It shall be sent upon them as a lion, and devour them as a leopard. Look that thou hedge thy possession about with thorns, and bind up thy silver and gold, and weigh thy words in a balance, and make a door and bar for thy mouth. Beware, thou slide not by it, lest thou fall before him that lieth in wait. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope, unto his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 38th verse of the 5th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless them who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? 
do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Keep, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy church with thy perpetual mercy. And because the frailty of man without thee cannot but fall, keep us ever by thy help from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable to our salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, for whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do see, give unto thy service that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be said to obey thy commandments and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. It's interesting when our Old Testament, New Testament lesson line up in this way, where we have in Ecclesiasticus this teaching or admonition about how to handle our enemies here in the in the beginning of the chapter, and how not to compound our sin, and how it's essentially foolish of us to rail against the sins of our enemies and then expect forgiveness for our own sins. And then in our New Testament lesson, we have Jesus talking about, you know, the famous passage about turning the other cheek and how we should 
not hate our enemies, but love our enemies. And it, you know, to take it in a slightly different way, I'm reminded of something the the psychoanalyst Carl Jung said about this passage or this idea of loving your enemy. And he said that one of the things that we always have to remain conscious of is that oftentimes the enemy that we most have to love is ourselves, that there are parts of ourselves that work against our better interests. There are parts of ourselves that we don't like, that there are parts of ourselves that do things that we are ashamed of or, or, or hurt us or hurt others. And in the spiritual life, one of the tendencies is to pray to God to change these aspects of ourselves, to fix them, to make them go away. And you'll pray and pray and pray, and they won't go away. We still struggle with the, we constantly struggle with the same sins. And I think the things that I have learned is that these things in ourselves, these enemies within us, is still a part of us and has to be transformed and changed. It cannot just be made to go away in that way. We have to learn to reconcile ourselves to those aspects of ourselves that we might do things that are damaging to us. And we have to learn to essentially love those parts of ourselves that are broken and, and, and less desirable in us, who have those less than good desires for things, and to work on ourselves through Christ on changing and transforming those bad things that certain aspects of ourselves do, and through him channel those things for good and learn to reconcile ourselves to ourselves, to reconcile those bad aspects within ourselves. And as we do that, as we become to love and be merciful to ourselves, to those parts of ourselves that we don't often like, we can then engage with others and aren't as triggered by them. Often what happens is the things that we rush to judgment on, those the 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 quick flare-ups that Ecclesiasticus is is warning us against is precisely because it triggers those aspects of ourselves that we don't like. And so we attack others for the things that we dislike in ourselves. And so by learning to love the unlovable parts of ourselves, we can love the unlovable parts of others. And in so doing, show them the love of Christ that we receive because Jesus loves every part of us. He might not like the things that we're doing, but he still loves us and wants to help us grow and change by growing closer in him and with him. So just some thoughts about tonight's lessons. We continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, 
and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Tend down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their sovereign necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer tonight. Hope you have a great Monday night and a great start to your week. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody. That was a great meditation. I love the quote by Carl Jung. So good. I did Thank too. You. I did too. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. Evening, everyone. <laughs>